And welcome back to another episode of Tin Street Hooligans. Yes, it is the show that you've all been waiting for, the 10 of you to come back, the bi-weekly Magic the Gathering extravaganza. Okay, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a lot. Uh, Intensity rising. Yikes. Why don't we just uh, why don't we just start it off as usual and introduce the co-host. Uh, first off, from the Card Bazaar, Mr. The Coach. Hey, what's up? I'm currently eating a breakfast bowl right now. So uh, if anyone knows what what I mean after practice, this is it. Is it chicken nuggets? No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally a breakfast bowl. Like, it's what the chicken was before it was a nugget. It's sure. Egg. There's oh. like salsa in there too. So it, it's like homemade Mexican if you add Tyson chicken in it. Holy hell. All right. And next up, <laughs> Mr. Johnny Slivers. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the void. Is it? Is it though? Is it really? Uh, and uh, for the very first time, sir, I guess planes walking in. This isn't the hive mind. That show sucks, Mister Devin, better known as Langalia. How it goes, everybody? How are we doing tonight? Uh, fine, man. We're we're okay. <laughs> sure, bet. We're sure. we're alive still. So there's that. Shirt your birch beat you. Uh, hey, dude, thanks for, for thanks for coming on. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and uh, why you're here. Um, so I'm here just kind of dropping in, but uh, generally I do deck techs, and um, I guess I'm a staff architect as my actual profession. There you go. So um, they just kind of call me the architect because I'm never stopping in terms of brewing, <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of a, a insane obsession at this point. To the point where it's probably not healthy, but it's probably not. But it's okay. We all do it. Yeah, I, I I figured I'm in good company, so you know. Uh, it's fine. Half the collection ends up in deck, Bruce. Uh, yeah, half of it's sorted and half of it's on blocks because you're building something. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Already a already a nice stacked chat. We got Doctor Efren traps in there. Um, one of my sisters. This is gonna be. This is going to be a show, uh, but before we go any further, of course, I'd be remiss not to mention the good folks over at Cardsphere.com. If you have paper magic uh, that you want to buy, sell, trade, all that great stuff, go right ahead on over to Cardsphere.com. If you want cool hats like this, Johnny, you got a hat? hey Hat-o! Hat-o! Oh, I think the freaking cat took it. Damn wow, it. cat in the hat. Dude, Luna took my hat. <laughs> Go over to txcp.store. That's txcp.store. Enter promo code HiveMind to get 15% off your purchase. txcp.store to get all the cool of the swags. Uh, and uh, so a, a week ago, uh, last Monday, I want to say, the Monday before last, I the last HiveMind I had on, uh, or the last guest I had on the HiveMind, I had on Spencer from... Um, constructive criticism that was a hell of a show and it, it we we like to focus on charities every month uh and that show really inspired myself and spencer to kind of hit this uh, as a joint kind of collaborative um uh charity event so to speak and johnny uh can you tell everyone about the the, the kind of joint endeavor we're going to be focusing on for the month of September, maybe October too, because this one I think is very current and very important. Uh, so Johnny, take it away. It's a big one. So I'm going to try and get tech savvy here. So let's see if th is this working? Go. Are you seeing this? Okay. So 
the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. Uh, this is the this is the charity that we're going to be showcasing this month. We're kind of spotlighting it for anybody who's looking to give towards something charitable and worthwhile. This is the one we're featuring. Um, their mission is to provide hope, help, <clears throat> support, and education to improve the lives of people have mood disorders bipolar disorder or anything like then there you go through here and you look you've got your crisis links right here you've got your options for donation and there's a whole just page full of information available for all things related to a mental health and awareness so uh by all means check out the donate page give what you can um you know Take that five bucks for one of those booster packs and ship it off to DBSA for some help uh, for people who could really use the assistance. Um, that's that's our showcase, and we're gonna we'll we'll spotlight this again next time we're up here for Ten Street. Abs yeah, absolutely. It, it's um if you didn't get a chance to to check out, it's not to plug you know that episode or anything. Like I said, I don't care if anyone out there wants to download it and upload it. You know that hide mine episode as your own. It wasn't it wasn't about the views and the clicks and all that. It was about spreading the word, however. It was about the awareness for that. I mean, you could see someone that's, he's family. You know, Spencer Howland is in this community uh, as of a lot of people that suffer from these kind of mental ailments. It's something that's long overdue to, to get a spotlight on it. I, you know, again, in the episode mm -hmm. I mentioned, I just lost my father less than a year ago to mental illness. So, uh, and I know, uh, you know, Brian, the professor, his dad's going through uh, dementia. It's hitting him hard right now as well. So it's not just, you know, people that you hear about. It's people that you know. It's it's your friends. It's your parents. It's your neighbors. So uh, go ahead. And if you can't donate, totally get that. Just go ahead and share it. You know, if you see this video, share it around or share that website that Johnny put up on the screen just so there is more awareness of that because I think in this in this country and in this day and age, not just this country, there's a big lack of support for mental help and mental uh, awareness. So, yeah, there's that. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to touch on, too. Oh, yeah. I want to do I, I didn't even run this by you guys, but I'm going to also be doing I am. OK, I'm going to caveat this. I am shit at giveaways, uh, apparently, because every time I try to give away something, everyone's like, meh, OK, uh, <laughs> But here, here's the thing. I, I just there's so much support for for Tin Street and and the High Mind, everybody, and for Coach and Johnny, um, and, and we're just like this this perfect little family going on. And I just appreciate the hell out of the community. And that was very evident last episode uh, when we had Kitchen Table Commander on, and we were we were, we did a big community spotlight. It was just so well received. So every month, at the start of every month, I'm going to kind of pick a employee of the month, but we're going to call it a hooligan of the month. And I and my hooligan of the month is definitely Eric Williamson. Eric Williamson is in every one of the of the Tin Street hooligan chats, High Mind chats, the movie review chats. He's always sharing. He's always liking. He's not. He doesn't even create his own content. He is just an amazing, fun person and a very positive person. So my hooligan of the month. Is going to be Eric Williamson. That's at uh, four. Uh, I'm trying to pull him up on Twitter real quick. His handle, but basically, Eric, you win a you you win a pack of uh, of what's coming out. Uh, Guilds of Ravnica. So when that comes out, I'm going to DM you for for your uh, you know send you the the thing information your address rather. Wow, I'm I'm not even drinking that heavily yet, and I can't even talk. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to get all your contact information, Eric, because I think if anyone deserves uh, free stuff, uh, as well as Tim Bister. Tim Bister just wins all the stuff anyways. But uh, 
Eric, I think, uh, thank you for, for always the constant support for, for the channel and the show and just magic community in general. That's at four, uh, spelled at F O U R two one, one, three, Eric Williamson. Uh, you will get a pack of magic cards. What do you guys think about Eric? Yeah, I, yes. Yes, he's, he's he's a he's an awesome dude. And then he always shows those pictures from the windmills and looking down at the ground from up high. And I die a little inside. <laughs> <laughs> and all the praying mantis pictures, too. I don't know. What he, they, yeah. Washington's got was Washington, Oregon. They he's got in Oregon. No, oh, they got praying mantis up in all. Oh, wow. They got <laughs> all the praying mantis. Actually, oh. I, I just saw Eric in um in a man caves chat. So he, he should be. He should be over shortly, is what he said. Well, he missed his plug, so he's not getting shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, but yeah, please go stay at Man Cave and then come over here. That's like uh, that's like the Tonight Show and the Late Show, and I have no problem being the Late Show. Uh, but I have a special guest with me tonight. I have the BSB, also a, a carryover from the Spencer Howell and Hive Mind episode. Just going straight liquor tonight, gents. Uh, anyone special? Uh, joining you guys uh i'm i'm i if you haven't seen already this is a french press with cold coffee and there's um some of this <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna run that dry yeah that one's gonna be gone soon i'm i mean mine's already done so cereal so. <laughs> <laughs> you put um, liquor in your breakfast bowl <laughs> i mean everything's okay so the breakfast bowl gun is gone the mystery cup liquid is gone and all the kit kats are gone so like that's done that is is done like we that that is demolished and and it didn't even sound like a vacuum that's impressive that was (laughs) it's like you're plugging without a raincoat tonight (laughs) i mean it's like i think i'm pretty sure y'all heard like the rappers i ate like five or six of them so i mean no, you you pulled some ninjutsu. Like, <laughs> I, we we didn't see that. Like, it it just happened. Yeah, you oh, did it so yeah. quietly. I'm yeah, sorry. It, it was it was covert ops. Do, do you do you, do you just want me to be obnoxiously loud and just make sure <laughs> everyone knows I'm eating nutritiously ish? Well, before before <laughs> we we hit the live button, he was being quite obnoxious with those rappers. I can confirm. Because <laughs> we were audio testing. I mean, that's. <laughs> Yeah, can you guys hear this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can. can you test the audio. <laughs> Lang, you got a special guest with you tonight? Yeah, so I have Redstone Meadery uh, Apple Nectar. It's like honey wine, but high proof. <laughs> the high octane honey wine. High, high octane honey wine. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Save us all. All right, Johnny, you wrote a thing. Talk about I it. did. I wrote a thing, and actually, we can this this can segue into uh, we can segue into mechanics off of this one. So let like me. It. Oh wow! Let me let me actually. You know what? Let's go. Let's get that tech going. What? All right. Oh, so, we both. Hey, we you realize we we released something on cards. We were like four days apart. Yeah, awesome. that was like Hell pin, yeah. pin Street taking over the blogosphere thing. Okay, so I went and wrote something for cards here and i did a little tea reading the tea leaves for commander 2018 you guys seeing this okay is that hello yes yeah all right all right so i did the kind of little breakdown of why i think um 
why I think the Commander 18s are maybe a better grade than what Brian was giving them. Uh, he gave them a B minus. I think they're a little better, but basically the long, the the real short, short version here is I think this is a snapshot of maybe a shift in who they're aiming the product at. I think the Commander 18s are really geared more towards not just entry-level players, but I think they're trying to recoup their standard players because every time there's rotation, they lose people. I go, I talk to my people at my local game store. Everybody who's playing Commander used to play standard, but they don't play anymore because they just can't keep up. So when we looked at these Commander 18s, a lot of them have some synergies with sets that have already existed. It's a clear indicate. You can easily see the Sahili deck is for everybody who's about to, you know, all the Kaladesh stuff that's rotated or rotating or whatever. I don't even keep track. But basically, if you've got old trade junk in your binder from Kaladesh, it goes perfectly with this deck. So Wizards plans things years in advance, and I find it found it very hard to believe that this set didn't have future sets in mind. So I was trying to kind of do predictions based on what I was seeing in the sets to kind of think what 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 can we expect in the future based on what we see in these commander decks. So I made two I made predictions on five of the guilds, two of them are relevant for today. And I was kind of close on Demir and Golgari. Um, I personally thought Demir was going to deal with the exile zone, maybe pull one of those Ashiok maneuvers where but getting it in more than just a planeswalker. And um they kind of did that and it got into an even better version of Scry. And then I thought Golgari was going to get a little weirder. I thought they were going to do other things than you know, like creatures in the battlefield caring about what's in the graveyard. But I went non-creature cards and they went creature cards. So everything they're doing goif effects on other things. So I kind of ha got it half right. So I'm going to claim Soothsayer rights for some of that. But that's... um. You can go over to Card Sphere's blog, and that's what I had going on there. And and I got a couple other here, Rectos, Simic, and the final verdict here. And then, you know, as as you write things, there's also the editing process. And um, I ended up, there are a few other things in here. Like, I, I can't, I think there's an indication we will go back to Frexia or New Frexia. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. looking forward to what that looks like, especially when Bruticlad, it's, I, I don't know what the mirror looked like, but I thought it looked like the oval on the tokens, the heads of the tokens were the new Frexia symbol minus that line. So, you know, I'd Vorthos wise, the, the red, which one is it? Urbask sealed himself in yeah. the big yeah. furnace and yeah. then the, and said, F y'all I'm out. And just, he's <laughs> like, I got, I got my little furnace here. I'm good. And then the other four predators were kind of on their own and we get Atraxa. So, you know, a shift in Phyrexian politics based on something like that. I'll, I'm looking forward to going back to New Phyrexia. And I think this is kind of a foreshadowing of some of that. Well, they, they wrapped it up and basically said Elish Norn won one. Like she is the dominant predator in the entire thing. She, I think she killed uh, Sheoldred. And uh, I think the only ones that are still... Kind of hanging around are Vorinclex and Jin um, uh, because you know it kind of makes sense that those are her ally color pairs too. Oh, I, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm not a Vorthos person. It's all guesswork for me. But I, I think I think there's some foreshadowing of Nufrexia here with Bruticlad, and I'm looking forward to that. We edited that part out, but ultimately that was my that's what I went with for that that article. So if you go to Cardsphere, I'm in the blog section. Check it out. And scroll down, you'll find that one, and uh, there'll be more on the way. And with me, I just did basic math, so y'all can read that too. <laughs> but, but the you, you had such a a sexy 
picture that you put on there. And if you if you want to hit a Twitter uh, link chain, if you want to hit a Twitter chain that just starts off with Coach's face and turns into absolute, uh, what would you call it, Johnny? Like madness or like beautiful oh, madness or whatever. Oh, what, oh my God. Oh, the, down the rabbit. Oh, it's like something is like, it was like a <laughs> rabbit hole of madness. And it yes. was, there were all these off ramps and the gifts got weirder and weirder. And like <laughs> the topic was lost. Just it really gone. made me question a lot of things um, <laughs> about life and my soul hurts. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just the best. <laughs> but um, in a good way. In the yeah, in the best in the best of ways, of course. But yeah, let's let's segue into talking about you know because your article kind of does naturally segue, like you said, about the the guild. You know, we are returning to returning to Ravnica, and man, I don't know what it was. We must have been really grumpy and salty when it when it got announced, or maybe it was just the way they gave us that that video, um, which was just the worst. And we kind of talked about that before, but now I am like so giddy. It feels like Hanukkah come early because I am stoked about this freaking set. I'm pretty excited. Like it, it, I, I, I'm kind of split too though, because certain mechanics people expect to be like really, really good. And if they aren't, I'm kind of worried there will be a political backlash in a way. But I, I think there's a lot of potential from the set. Um, it it kind of depends on whose favorite comes out first. I, I did talk to somebody recently, and they're like, oh, I'm not even buying the one set because my favorite guild's in a different one. So I'm kind of worried about like how that will play out. But I, I, I think there's potential. Uh, yeah, I think, and I think that your friend does kind of go on that route. I think it's a gamble because we, when you look at the, the what we've got so far, just in these spoilers, there are synergies between the different guilds. Like the biggest, most glaring synergy is definitely Demir with is it and Golgari, and just like these are the two guilds that care about the graveyard now. And Demir's like, here you go. It, <laughs> it's, it's like. It's not just going to be them, and I'll bet you we're going to go to the next set, and you're going to see guilds from this set are going to synergize with that one, and standards just going to get weirder because if the synergies keep showing up like this between the different guilds and then leading to synergies for things like Jund or Sultai, you know, these are what we're seeing already. Well, not Jund, more Naya for this particular set. But if we, all of a sudden you've got the 10 guilds, and then you've got synergies for the five shards and the five wedges all in standard that's bananas that's just that's not that's mind boggling i don't even i don't even want to think about draft it's going to be just nuts nuts and, and my response to my friend was okay but the land <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so i mean there's two sides to that story you're right um but yeah i i'm excited for it i i'm an is it fan and simic fan so I'm gonna be stoked to see what, what happens. What sucks about Simic though is that standard-wise, it's. I think it's still. If I remember correctly, I think Simic has still yet to win a professional deal. So, like, and that's when I was doing the stats video two years ago when I was still at TM. Was that Simic has yet to win like a professional competition? That, like, uh, I think it was Azorius that's won like 52% of all the professional gigs. And then I think after that, I want to say it was like uh, Golgari after two colors. So it was it was a weird right. curve, but like majority of the time it was Azorius like 
you know, well, it, it, it's rough, right? Because it, it's it's always going to be a a card drawing, stompy, uh, ramp kind of style deck. You know, blue wants wants to kind of control a little bit and stall the board, while green wants to get big fatties out like as fast as you can. So that kind of strategy, although really fun in a draft format, isn't always the best constructed wise. Unless yeah. you're playing Turbo Fog, and then it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right if you bought your four boxes and you can play turbo fob with nexus yeah it's awesome <laughs> dude i pissed off a lot of people during uh phyrexian uh new phyrexia standard when we had uh, a legit a actual legit turbo fog deck i mean i guess there's a legit turbo fog now to the point where people are like let's ban shit um but it it was nasty you had beast within you had like jace's erasures and all this stuff mm. it, it's like when green blue is good, people don't like it because it's confounding, right? It's like there is controlling aspects to green, but they never really, you know, because they always think about it. Like they never, they've, they've definitely nerfed new style ramp cards because, yeah. you know, I, I never thought they were going to print land war elves again. And I was shocked that they did, but you know, think, think back in the day when green got all that, that you had the land of elves, the elvish mystics, the birds of paradise. And then, uh, uh, the, the one in, in modern, uh, God, I can't think of her name. The Bant one. Noble no, thank you. Noble high Yeah. They, they don't really, you know, besides Lenore or land elves and all that, they don't really do that anymore. So maybe that's, you know, maybe that's, comes to play into why but i you know simic withstanding what what we have now and, and to kind of piggyback and answer what you were talking about lang about waiting it out i mean i i am the orzi or or zobbiest or zob to ever or zob but i but i think or uh return to ravnica was was a more compelling draft format than gate crash was it's just you know, when you have, and although, you know, Rakdos isn't in it, and Rakdos is, is just, in my opinion, such a fun limited, at least with Unleash. I don't know what they're going to do now. But this format, like Johnny was saying, it not only, they they not only did the guild mechanics just perfectly, but they are able to bleed into mixing and matching, I think, better than they did the first two times that we visited the the plane. And I definitely think that's what uh, players wanted, right? Because in the first two, the first couple ones, they, they had some trouble picking a, a certain thing, and then something would rotate out, and they would lose everything they had, right? Um, but I, in terms of Simic, why, I think the, why I favorited Simic on my guild list was because I actually ran a Simic Infect for a while. And sure. it more, yeah, Rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't nice. It wasn't nice, and it slapped noble high arc right. So like, um, the exalted trigger would go on and like just destroy people. But and, and see, like uh, with Civic, I played. I did pop like for Popper. I did Civic Infect, and there's a lot of times where I won on turn two because of like the Phyrexian mana um, growth cards, and that was yep. holy shit. That was nasty. Yeah, so like where green excels is like in that growth in hexproof and protection, right? Mm -hmm. Which they and don't then, print at common anymore, right? Yeah, they, they really don't. And they, well, they've learned their lesson. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like everything that Simic was good at, they kind of nerf now. They, they, they did. And I, I'm kind of, I'm holding out hope that they didn't fully nerf it, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I'm waiting for them to have that 
one card that like ramps out, you know, like might have old Croce kind of thing, right? So well, we're never getting invisible stalker again. No, no I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we got the uh, the Esper Dragon, the um, Chromium. It, that's the closest you're going to get to Invisible Stalker, and you know it's it's not it's not a a blue one for a one one unblockable hexproof. That's that was a real thing, and of course that was like you know you you, you had see and coach you said Simic is is doesn't really win that much, but I'm sure Bant does great. Like if you throw a little white in there, yeah, because Bant well and Bant was up there as far as the tricolors, but what makes because, like I said, Simic hasn't won at all, like any professional, as far as I can tell. Now, granted, this was from two years ago, but I still haven't I haven't seen any Simic that won in the last two years since I took the job at GP. But when you, yeah. And the thing that I was making the argument for in my last way back when statistic video is that white is probably the most powerful single color out there because it could influence like so much. Like you got to remember white was part of Cobblade. White was part of Abzan. White was part of like the lat, like last year, like Margo, uh, Marty vehicles. So when you add white, it like really changes the dynamic. So you can take a color scheme like Simic. And then once you add white, it just becomes a whole like different beast. So white statistically speaking, is the best single color so far and like i said the the best dual color threat is still white blue so it's still azorius colors but white does a lot when you add it into a another color scheme yeah for sure all right well let, let's let's rank them now let, let's kind of do a, a johnny's little crystal ball and not talk about finance yet but talk about what we think is going to be the strongest of the guilds and i mean we could kind of do this like we did last week where we kind of all did our five all did our four um let's go johnny what do you think is going to be the worst in the upcoming uh, guilds of ravnica set and this is like picking a bad you know piece of pizza they're all going to be good but you know what do you think uh, I think Mentor is going to be the hardest one, unless, unless Boros sees more haste enabling. I, I don't. I, I think because you're counting on that attack step for Mentor to actually go off, Boros on its own, that's the challenge. I think they're. I think they have to get past that first main phase. When you look at any of the other mechanics, and honestly, they're happening. Almost, they convoke can happen whenever it wants. You've got. Jumpstart can happen pretty much whenever it wants, and then you've got uh, what is this? Da, 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 da. Hang on. Undergrowth. Undergrowth is the undergrowth is just like this static ability that exists in the graveyard and is there for whatever permanence. Or I think yeah, I think the pro the fa Boros is going to struggle the m most in my opinion because it has to count on that attack step. All right, Lang. So uh, I'm kind of go going for the fence here, but. Um... I think Golgari, actually, because they've printed so many uh, hate cards specifically for the graveyard. And on top of that, I've also seen it, kind of this um, reluctance to make dredge, <laughs> dredge again. <laughs> so sure. it, I, I think abusing board states like something in the graveyard can get really out of hand really fast. We've all played against like a Marin deck or a, or, or a dredge deck, right? <laughs> I think if they reprinted anything even remotely close to Nod the Bones, it would just go off the rails. So I think they're being a little bit more conservative with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coach? 
Totally agree with Lang on this one, Golgari. And if we're if we're talking about the block, as far are you are we trying to go over dual color color schemes that are going to be the worst, or just specific just mechanics? This, this specific, like what's going to make the most impact draft wise and standard wise. Just in this set, not the block. We'll we'll leave the other five guilds out of it oh, for now. Shoot, I'm not. I couldn't even really. Well, if that's the case, shoot, I really couldn't tell you right offhand. That's that's kind of for me. That's kind of a hard one because I don't play. I don't play draft a lot, so it's like. Well, think about know. standard. I mean, I mean, think about the mechanics, and then what maybe you know what kind of standard decks we're going to see out of out of these these specific mechanics. Hmm. I mean, I'm not sure. I got. I have to really look back. It's been it, my brain's like shot right now. <laughs> well, here I'll, I'll help you. I think I think I agree. The weakest one, which is bizarre because I think it is pretty strong, which I think is is the Boros mechanic mentor. Uh, I think it's I think Battalion is probably if you look back at the three Boros mechanics, and that's Radiance, uh, Battalion, and Mentor. Yeah. I think Mentor's the second best. I like it flavor wise. It's it's on point. Um, I think battalion was just so great and it, and it just lent itself to that really, really dynamic, uh, Naya blitz, uh, standard deck back. You, you know what I think is actually now that I'm looking at it, you know, I like, you know, green doesn't seem like to be that bad. So what was it? Green and white. Cause I know old school convoke was like a big thing. So, yeah, I think yeah, like and and just like for me historically, white's always you know it's never bad to add white. So I could see convoke being pretty good as in far as far as construction format goes. Um, yeah, but which is going to be the biggest fart though? Oh. <laughs> we're, no, sc actually, we're scaling up. <laughs> I, I I might I might uh, revise my statement. I might go with the mirror if we're going for the for the full for the worst, huh? Yeah, because wow. part of me wants mill to happen sure right but i kind of wonder if they're gonna print some stuff to be like oh yeah mill players here here and then they're then the reluctance to fully commit to it because you know a mill deck in standard would just really irritate a lot of people sure. so i i, I kind of wonder if i want to see what happens with the mirror it could be a sleeper agent oh, <laughs> oh man vicious <laughs> And you're welcome to stay. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but Bor Boros, like I said, meant I love the flavor of Mentor, but I just think it's, I mean, it's just up against some stiff, stiff competition. So that's my number five. Uh, we'll go back to Johnny. What's your, what's number four on the most week? Uh, oh, all right. So a more broader context outside of draft and standards. So this is hard for me if we're just looking at it in the block. Yeah. So I ha I have a I don't know I have outside influences and biases. <laughs> I would say <clears throat> I'd actually put Convoke as my number four. Okay. And I only because of Chain Whirler. Because when we when I think oh, convo that's fair. When I okay. think Convoke, I think okay, Convoke it is shines when you can get a lot of dudes out quick and early, and those dudes are usually X ones. Um, you know, even if you go back to RTR when they were doing populate, it was oh, you had bird tokens and you had wolf tokens and you had whatever tokens. But the first tokens usually probably hit are those those early tokens are the birds, the smaller ones. Yeah. So when you've got something like Chain Whirler threatening on turn three to just wipe your base your ramp, 
your your convoke becomes a, a liability. And I think in if you're talking in standard, I think convoke has to worry about that. And I believe the way they're doing rotation, chain whirler will exist the whole time that this set is in standard. And I think that it doesn't rotate until God, a year? It's gonna Not be a full yeah. It's gonna be oh, a, chain whirler, chain, yeah, yeah. Chain whirler keeps wow. convoking. Yeah, chain whirler. I think keeps convoking check for a long, long time. So, if if convoke goes cheap early, buy them up early because when chain whirler does go, it then has a chance to shine somewhere like a year from now. But right now, I I, I think convoke is like my number four struggling kind of thing. As far as as far as standard goes, but like limited and stuff, kind of the same for you. Well, I mean, if we're talking in limited, I think it's a bit more handy just because you're not worrying about the chain whirler, and I'm sure there's we're going to see more token, con, you know, generation. So if you can get convoked to fire off in in a limited format, I think yeah, I think there's there's a lot of power there, but I have a hard time putting it past that number four spot because of what it's facing in standard in the broader picture of things. Sure, and, and I'll and I'll kind of pick or I'll I'll go next. Uh... I'll go number four Golgari, and I kind of agree. You know, let's look at look back at Golgari. You had Dredge, which is probably the second most broken mechanic of all time. You have Scavenge, which was kind of a unless you were running a Varols deck um, in EDH because that that deck is just fire. And then Undergrowth, which is the Termagoyf mechanic, right? It's kind of it's like a nerfed Goyf, uh, mm -hmm. more, more like. A, your goyf or, or whatever it's lurgoyf on a stick lurgoyf on a stick which is i mean that's that's nothing to you know sneeze at i mean it's definitely a powerful thing i just think it's going i i think that for once golgari is going to be more of a support piece those two colors especially for standard or other you know formats if it does go into modern and all that i think that these two colors and undergrowths um contribution so to speak is going to be more of a support to make other things happen than just strictly going black green. Like I can't imagine having a real viable, you know, gold, like pure Golgari draft or, or um, pre-release, you know, sealed deck because it just, it just seems like it needs some support. But, you know, like we said before, there is definitely some other mechanics that, that work perfectly with this like Demir. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, I just don't think, I think it's a little bit weaker than some of the other ones. What do you think, Coach? So my number four, okay. So I'm trying to just relook at the list. I do like, what was it you were saying, Mentor, as your like number five? Yeah. I'm looking at that Mentor, and eh, I would actually agree with you on the Mentor. And then as far as four goes, I actually think, looking back at these, was a jump start with red with mm -hmm. any red inclusion i don't think that might be to me that might be a little bit better than mentor at the moment so if i'm looking at a constructed format you know you have you know chain wheeler that's going to be red and i'm looking specifically the card i'm looking at is direct current and you know if they have more cards like you know if they have more is it cards like this i think it could be it could be something that people are going to pass up and it's going to hit them in the face. So, you know, I think is it at the moment with the jumpstart mechanic? I think that's a little bit, to me, that looks like a little bit better than mentor at the moment. Sure. So, yeah, that's totally fair. What, uh, Lang, what's your number three? So I guess, um, well, okay. So when I said I was hopeful about Simic, 
I'm hopeful. <laughs> but <laughs> this this is the part where I actually say what I actually think will happen. And the truth is, I'm placing Simic pretty well. Um, it, 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 You're talking no about is it, is it, right? No, no. I, I'm placing Simic a little bit lower on the spectrum of things that I think are going to happen. Because, because, well, okay, so I want it to do well. It, this is like a pet of mine, right? But I definitely don't think it necessarily will. So I'm, I'm going to place it like two or three. So probably around three. Hmm. Um, well, Simic's because... not in this set. No, oh, this set specifically. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just this okay. set. Okay. Hey, we're doing with all, all of this now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, He's been so, drinking, ladies and gentlemen. This is I, the second bottle. Yeah, it, it's the yeah. Um, yeah. So from the set specifically, um, let's see, Pry Boros. Yeah. Because because having you swing in, like forcing you to swing in, and that's the mechanic you rely on. It allows so many nuances to come up in combat and so many responses. So, like, white and blue are just going to mess with you. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I'll go number three next. I'll, I'll say is it. Um, and, and, again, just looking at is it in the past. Replicate was good. It was kind of like a multi-kicker, like you said, Johnny, uh, off air. Um, but it, it just... It was good on paper, but it never really was like a broken mechanic or anything. Overload was one mechanic that Mark Rosewater said that he just feel like he, he felt like that was his biggest mistake in RTR was where, where Dredge was his biggest mistake in original Ravnica block in RTR. He felt like overload was not the mechanic that represented the is it as he wanted to. And I, I couldn't disagree more. I thought overload was fantastic. I mean, you got cards like Mizium mortars, cyclonic rift. Um, yep. you got like the Shatterstorm uh, card, the common that, that goes in every EDH deck. It's not Shatterstorm, but it's something else. Um, I just don't remember. Um, but it, thank you. Vandal blast. <laughs> it, it's incredible. And like, yeah, here target something or pay a little bit more to target everything. Yeah. was just I, I thought it was it was great and it was very on theme and on on point with what the is it do because it's like yeah you, you we made this thing but then we accidentally screwed it up and then we made frankenstein and i thought it was great uh i thought they did a great job with it with this one jumpstart it seems really good uh it really does it seems like kind of a little bit of a nerfed flashback but it just seems like it's a lot of setup uh, like golgari i think that you're not gonna really have fun, especially in draft, in a fast environment like draft and sealed, you're not really going to be able to set up your jumpstart deck as much as you want. Maybe a little bit better than the undergrowth one uh, before people start screwing with you because, you know, uh, uh, you could target an entire graveyard. And that's my, that's maybe why I kicked Golgari down a little bit. Or is it, it yes, it, it kind of, it, it just kind of exiles stuff too. Uh, but the cards that I've seen spoiled for, or is it so far has been they've been pretty powerful uh so i, I think that it's going to be a good strategy i don't i think it's going to need uh, like a third color in draft though johnny uh number three is kind of this toss-up but i think kind of you know what lang was talking about with golgari i think my number three would be golgari's undergrowth um and for the sole reason that it doesn't have blue 
I as, <laughs> as, wow. red, as red of a, as red as I am as a mage, I know the value of blue. And when it comes to protecting a strategy, blue is where you go. And unfortunately, Man Cave MTG is screaming in the chat right now. Just, you know. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, um, you know, I've, graveyard shenanigans is always fun, but there's so much animosity towards it. Even sure. like people are already cued into how am I going to hate out a graveyard, and they're always looking at what their options are. So I think Lang's right. Like that's where I still think what happened. The reason I put it above the uh, mentor and convoke because. And um, if it goes unchecked, that's going to be dangerous. It's like leaving someone's graveyard intact that you, you brought that on yourself. Don't do that because and it's harder to interact with because once it's in the bin, you can't board wipe a graveyard necessarily. You, you're not playing with an attack step. It just sits there. So that's why I think it's stronger than the previous two. And that's my take on the on the undergrowth. Sure. Uh, who hasn't gone? Coach, you haven't gone, right? Surveil number three. Let's go. Okay. Why? <laughs> uh, I think, you know, I think it's having an in-between, like, surveil. It's like, you know, the way I see it, it's like scry with a graveyard strategy in mind. So, you know, graveyard strategies, you know, I'm not a fan of graveyard strategies, but a lot of people will use it. So I think, you know, I think it's, it's going to end up being to where if you're able to look at, um, like, the top top of your card you can you can start strategizing a little bit better like you can start foreshadowing your own move or like a getting a better idea of what you have in mind so it's going to be you could you could start predicting what you could end up with with looking at the top of your card so you know and and scrying and drawing cards is always you know has always been good as far as like especially with blue it's always good to have to be two steps ahead of your opponent. I mean, that's that's the thing that blue does. Blue is in control of the board state, and it's trying to figure out what it's going to do next. You know, it's going to go three, you know, two steps, three steps ahead, while the person you're playing against is, if they're not playing blue, they're going to be behind. So I think surveil is actually going to be a little bit better than you know the other two picks that I had. You know, it's just predict. It's just prediction. Prediction. And it's also on top of that, it's, you know, getting getting one step ahead of your opponent. So I think that's going to be a little bit, that's going to be, that's something I think Surveil is going to be picked up a pretty good amount. Sure. Absolutely. Johnny, how about your number two? Um, I would go with Jumpstart for number two because okay. it has blue. Uh, <laughs> um, in in a in a draft format, they, I think yeah, there's going to be a challenge for Jumpstart. Rhino was talking about that in the chat. Um, it's going to be, and I look at this and it's like, oh, that's that's too Wait, bad. Wait, who's getting picked up? Uh oh, that's not, no, that's not, I mean, weirdly right. enough, like my house is always has the siren. Lane, they found you. That that that's me, folks. Yeah, we we, we live by city hall, so. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and the Sorry, hospital. <laughs> um, I so I think I looked at I looked at Jumpstart and I thought to myself, "Is madness still legal?" And I was like, "Nope." Oh well. <laughs> that's, but it is in modern. Madness would have loved Jumpstart. I mean, it, and, madness, and madness is madness is real in life. I'm just saying. Madness, madness would have. 
that's that'd be crazy but yeah i think um it's flashback with a discard option which there are strategies that really like that i don't know what standard's going to do with that maybe there's still something they can kind of finagle with that but uh i think um I, i'd put that at my number two just because it's again being at instant speed for the most part you're i think you're going to have an hopefully enough good instance with jumpstart to be worth someone's time to be like, okay, I've got mana up, stuff in my hand. What am I going to do? Pass the turn. And then leave it to your opponent to decide whether or not they want to do something about your graveyard or the board state or your hand or figure out, try and read your mind kind of thing. So that's where I think is it has more power. It's the burn. It's the draw. It's this idea that they can get value out of their graveyard, even if you're just red-blue. The fact that you have discard, if you can synergize that with something else, that's even better on its own. It's a little wonky and clunky, I think, but yeah. I'd put that at my number two. Yeah. Artist formerly known as Devin. Yeah. Um, so I think, okay, this one's a little bit difficult. Okay. So I think I want to put, is it number one? So I think Celestia number two. Right. And, <laughs> and and why I say number two is because, like, you're going to have those matchups where you face off against Chain Whirler, right? And it's, like, I, I just looked up the standard metagame, and it's, like, three of the eight pictures are <laughs> are of Chain Whirler, like, just going ham. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, all right. I, that is Can we do factor. this as a meme now? Yeah. <laughs> the Chain but, Whirler. Um, <laughs> He's a goblin. I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> he's a it's goblin. A, hey, hey. It's flavorful it's a, for it's a thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I think I think Selesnia mainly because um, you're gonna get burnt out a lot. A lot of your tokens are gonna get burnt out from Chain Whirler. And the other reason would be I don't see the Convoke engine going off soon enough. And, and that's a lot of the metagame, right? How soon you can do your plan. And some of the combo cards I saw, they're really, really good, but it relies on a lot of creatures being on the board. And I'm not sure if the meta supports like a, a, a super, super heavy creature, creature meta, right? Like you need creatures, but not tokens necessarily, right? Good. Sure, and, and I'll I'll uh, piggyback off. I'll go next because uh, Celestia was my number two pick because I think the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. I think a lot of not necessarily pros because pros already probably figured this whole thing out before all the cards are spoiled, right? But a lot of the you know the FNM goers and kind of like PTQ uh, participants already started brewing with some of these these uh, convoke cards because, like you said. These Convoke cards that came out are, are stellar. I was, was I a little bit disappointed that we're getting Convoke again? Maybe a tiny bit, but well, that means we're probably getting a, a Court of Calling reprint. Um, dare I say we might get a Collected Company reprint? I don't think so. It's on theme, right? Say it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But what else? What else? What else would? Well, uh, oh shit! Would that work with chain chain whirler? Oh my god! Yeah, it, it kind of would. Oh, um, Coco chain whirler. Oh, blah. well, it, 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 standard. I know that's bad. Uh, well, I'm super old, so I think back to RTR standard, and we had that fantastic Naya Blitz deck, and I, I think green and white with convoke, uh, and then you put 
uh you know you add a little red in there and you get some goblins in there that it has the potential to being a real creature deck with you know your favorite enemy inside it so i it's crazy to think but i think that you know selesnia it, it is it's going to be great i i again i was a little bit disappointed because i thought it was a little bit lazy of all of the mechanics to bring back convokes it because we just had convoke in m15 uh so yeah, I wanted to see a little bit of a difference, especially with Popu Populate was such a, a kind of a boring mechanic. Yes, it you know, you, you did a thing, you made a token, you did a thing, you made a token. Uh, but it was it just never like did much. It was it was just very boring. And to follow that up with we're just gonna retread water again with, with convoke, I was a little bit disappointed. But coach, what do you think? I think my number two, I'm gonna go with undergrowth X Factor. Look at you. <laughs> It, X is X is gonna be oh my god I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've played against cards that have X and it's just like oh here's where I lose now it, it, it doesn't matter if it's like paper magic like last year or if it's freaking like the the crap that I put with on MTGO every every time I'm on my you know on my lunch break so because I'm I'm somehow I you know on my lunch break I play like MTGO so. Because my schedule is actually weird and easier, so now I can play a little bit more Magic. So, but oh yeah, by the way, I pulled up the stats from last year, so we could talk about that, but later. But okay, so actually, the stats I did last year for the last year's video, I could probably update these numbers. You know, I wonder if this month I could update the numbers. Yeah, but I have all the dual color decks. I have the tri triple color deck numbers, and then I have the breakdown by win colors, uh, wins by color inclusion. But I think under, yeah, what I was going back to undergrowth, undergrowth and having X, I mean, that could do a lot of damage. So, you know, and it's, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just even wondering, like, that's such a big, you know, I don't even know what people are going to come up with, but usually when X is in, is in the game of any sort, it's usually bad for the opponent. So, you know, I'm scared for whoever's going up against like undergrowth decks. So black, do you think this has the potential of being broken? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm making that call here. And if I'm wrong, well, shit, I'm always wrong. So if I'm right, I'll actually, if I'm actually right on this one, I'll actually be really surprised. <laughs> that's okay so. i was swearing convoke wasn't coming back and that the promo card was just a teaser and i i have uh, i i bet uh heavily played lightning bolt to four people so i'm gonna cut that into four pieces and mail it off to them or something <laughs> but no one remembered that johnny until you just said it again i don't care <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number one uh let's see coach why don't you go number one number one i've already said it convoke yeah, I, 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 I actually really and, you know, I'm trying to remember because Convoke, if I remember correctly, was in Theros. No, it was M15 and then original Ravnica. Yes, M15. But it was but I think M15 was in the standard that had the Theros block. Correct. Yes, because I'm trying to remember. No, maybe I don't remember because I remember. <laughs> Because I, I do remember Convoke because when I got into, when I started, Cons of Tarkir was 
starting out. So Theros hadn't been rotated out. So I did play with Theros cards. And I'm pretty sure Convoke was with those cards. But I, I don't know. I was very impressed with Convoke to where you could use creatures that you have on a field as a mana source. And I think green could be potentially dangerous because mana ramp, you know, mana ramp, you know, another thing I hate playing is freaking stupid, stupid mana ramp. <laughs> Stop Tell, it. Oh, wow. And, and I'm, I'm already looking at this as like, the convoke's going to get out of control. So, and there's going to be nothing to stop green. Like it's, it's going to, it's going to be stupid. That's what I think. Green and white. If it's, what was it? Lang with St. Selesnya. I think it's going to be, I, I think convoke's going to just be stupid. Well, you got to hit on them people. trees, man. You you do. I mean, that's convoke's going to be convoke is going to play nasty. So it's going to take no prisoners. All right. <laughs> Lang, what, what's your what's your number one scoop? Uh, so is it? <laughs> and this this is kind of a multi-parter. So one jump starts good because anything casting things from the grave is good. I that's why I would have ranked Golgari higher had it not have uh, had it not had a whole bunch of grave hate. But is it isn't dependent on the grave? I just see it going off and then kind of having that duality. Sure. And then the other part is I'm looking at the standard meta game like right now, and and I see a lot of red with Chain Whirler, and I see a lot of blue because blue's good. <laughs> so, yeah. so so I that that and then I, I also caught wind of a card that's uh Fireman Firemind's Research. So it's like two CMC, right? And then it, it whenever it, it has the text whenever you cast an instant sorcery. It goes off a whole bunch of counters, and you can draw cards off it, off of it or do damage. So I instantly think it's not good grape shot, right? But it's right. not bad. Like like you do have to pay a colored mana to do it. But I just see it going off. If your mana flooded, it gives you options around that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be. I mean. Uh, like I said, it, it, it's like a flashback kind of deal, but but you said it perfectly, man. It, it's where undergrowth has to have. It, it's like, uh, oh god, what was it called? Uh, like a uh, threshold back in the day, where it has to have a certain amount to to be okay. You still get to play the spells, and then it's just if you get to play them again, right? So I mean, yeah, god. I mean, it reminds me of delirium. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but Delirium didn't do a, sh a shit ton either, though. Well, no, oh, well, never mind. That's, never why, mind. that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. De Delirium mind. got Emrakul banned. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> that was a whiskey <laughs> talking. Should have been banned. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> Doctor did too, okay? So, <laughs> yeah. so someone at Watsy was put in the corner for Emrakul. Um, yeah. Johnny, what's your number one? My number one... I feel I feel oh, I have to first confession time. I feel <laughs> dirty for doing this because blue black is my least favorite ever of anything ever. Because mm. I I just the blue black. I don't have a win condition decks. I <laughs> oh, oh. but surveil is going to tear it up. I think it is better than scry. I think it's in this format. It supports both 
is it Engelgari? So it mm. fuels two other strategies. It goes and it, it it is basically the cornerstone for your for your Grixis reanimator or Sultai reanimator. It loves its narcomoeba. Which yep. I, somebody somebody had commented why somebody's like why wizards why like why I think kind of talking about why is narcomoeba at rare? I'm like you do not want narcomoeba in draft at common with surveil. That's busted. That's like, oh hi, I'm gonna so, so so let's say we get that instant speed one CMC surveil card, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to entomb the top card of my deck and happens to be Narcomoeba. Oh, okay, now it's on the field for turn two swing, and then you enchant it. I don't know the shenanigans with that. It's uh, it's just, mm. and I'm thinking bigger. <laughs> I'm thinking bigger picture too because. If you park it next to Scry, you basically Scry ships it to the bottom of the deck. It was a useless card, or you need to get to something better, but we don't play with the bottom of the deck. We play with our hand, we play with the top of the deck, we play with the battlefield and the graveyard. You're so absolutely right. Shipping to the graveyard, a relevant strategy that even though there's hate for it, people need to plan for it. So all of a sudden they've already got to be thinking about what's what's in the bin. There's what's in there's, the bin? What's, what's in, in the, the bin? bin? <laughs> And I think I think this has it's going to enable two other guilds. It's going to bring Demir to a level of competitive. I think competitive play. I I mean I'm just a schmool. I don't know, but I think it's definitely going to tear it up in standard. I've I'm hearing noises that it's going to make waves in modern. And if they get enough proper low CMC cards with surveil, I whoa! I can't wait to see what this does. It's it's hilarious. It's going to be hilarious, and it's, it's going to be part. This is part. This leads into Crystal Ball. When we get to Crystal Ball, it's going to be about surveil. Gather round, children. Let Let's take a little bit of time. Let's go in the way way back machine and talk about a little guild called the House of Demir. Okay, so the House of Demir always got screwed on mechanics, uh, and I am like four hundred million percent on board with everything johnny just said but just before i i say why i think surveil is broken because it is transmute was a pretty good mechanic but it was everything that watsy doesn't want it didn't want it doesn't watsy hates tutors it's bad for coverage it's bad for uh just regular play in general like watsy doesn't want you to shuffle your deck that's why you get shock lands more than you get fetch lands that and amongst a, a lot of other things but it's just, you know, Transmute was not the route they wanted to go. So if you thought you were getting it, because there was some murmuring about, hmm, I think we're going to get, of all the returning mechanics, uh, before Convoke was spoiled, people thought that Transmute was back. And I'm like, you guys are freaking nuts. Uh, and then Cypher, although Cypher was absolutely the definition of a bag of farts, it was strong in draft. I took down... <laughs> probably three, four, five, maybe, uh, sealed and draft tournaments with Demir back in uh, Gatecrash because it was just, uh, it, it was horrible. It was absolutely terrible and standard. In Constructed, Cypher was awful. Uh, there is some good, like the the Whispering Madness, which is the Windfall. Um, 
Cypher card gets played in like Necrosar decks, but that's pretty much it. Cypher was basically a huge swing and a miss. It was terrible. Um, the only reason that why I was because I would draft all the all the Cypher cards that actually did the mill or the uh, Frost Breath. There was one that was like two casting costs. It was like a blue and a and a. It was one and a blue, and you ciphered it on one of your creatures, and you throw it on something small. And then, like, if you if you connected with the player, then you got to tap down their thing for the next turn and, and all that. So it didn't untap during their untap phase. So basically, you just lock everything down, and then you just kind of swing out. And no one wanted these cards because everyone knew that Cyphered sucked, and rightfully so. Surveil, this is, you know, short story long, Surveil, I think, is, is, is just potentially broken. This might be the most broken mechanic we've had since uh, they reprinted or they brought back... Um, Oh God! What's what's it from cons? Coach, cons is your cons is your thing. What was Saltai's thing? Someone um, not exploit. What was it? Not exploit. It was. Oh, it was uh, uh, were, you, were you exile cards from your graveyard to pay the cast? Delve. 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 Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It, this is the most broken mechanic since Delve, in my opinion. Um, it's way better than Scry. Um, and I think they know that and it fuels other things. I think that surveil is going to be, it's going to take over scry in the format. I think that, I don't think that it's going to be evergreen by any means, because why would you kind of one up your already evergreen mechanic? This, you know, there, we're going to have to deal with surveil in standard for a year plus, and it's going to fuel it, all the, uh, all the jumpstart cards as well. So, I mean, it's just, I, I'm so happy that Demir got the strong mechanic because it always got shit on in every other time and every other at bat it, it struck out. So Demir, yes, it got the good mechanic. I will be choosing that for my pre-release. Uh, I'm going to be playing Paper Magic again. I'm going full on House Demir. House Demir. Oh, I think you got a good pick there. I think you I got like, a good horse to bid on. I like uh, Efren in the chat saying band shuffling. <laughs> yeah well that's why they don't reprint uh uh fetch lands right so um mr lang you also there's there another thing kind of related to uh guilds of ravnica that you wanted to talk about as well right oh yeah uh so they released with the announcement of the box set um special cards that come with the buy a box thing and it could be potentially controversial, so I thought it was opportune to bring here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but um, so basically, from what I've, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've ascertained, um, you get, I think, eight full art uh, Planeswalkers. They're like the special edition Planeswalkers, you know, foiled out. Um, but it is full art, like it extends past the black borders or whatever, but it is playable in like, you know, any format. Like it's not like gold bordered cards, right? With the buy a box. And I think it's supposed to go for like 250 or something like that. I just don't know if the Hasbro site is going to shut down <laughs> when, when, when that goes on sale or if no one's going to buy. I, I, I don't know. But all I saw was eight shiny things that I kind of wanted. So. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I I think they look like Pokemon cards. Uh, who's next? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, John, I, Johnny, you're up. The uh, this whole concept. 
first of all, as far as Hasbro deciding that they themselves were going to sell this product exclusively, yeah. this is not the first time they've done this. Um, you look at the product lines for anything else. It's I actually, when you think about it, it's it's a no, it's a wonder they hadn't done this with Magic sooner. But the the truth of the matter is, if you go to a local game store and ask them about Hasbro, I have a friend who owns a game store north of me here, and they we were talking about this they don't sell hasbro games and if they do they have to sell them at cost because hasbro ships it straight to market they will they literally will go and sell it on amazon it's insane so hasbro has no scruples about taking a product and being like well we're gonna sell it because we know better it's it's just like the distributors can't even get it it's like yeah. they've cut out every they've cut out all the middlemen they cut out wizards they literally they cut out the <laughs> yeah. company that makes the game they cut them out of the loop it's like fine we'll do it it's like cut what huh <laughs> and so the only first of all the fact that they're they've they've bumped this price up those planeswalkers better be worth something and when you buy the box you better sell them fast because you know china's gonna gonna do the counterfeits and if yeah. they crack that code on these and you don't have a local game store that has ready access to them to be like oh this is the real one there's just uh, there's i don't know there's there's too many problems with this so the people who have the you know up to you know have hundreds and hundreds of dollars to spare and throw at hasbro direct will buy it and then the local game stores are never going to see it and the people who do see it will be like sitting across the table at a commander game and it's like what's that card oh eh? uh okay well and, and eric williamson make a made a great point in the chat just now they're only in the u.s Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You are, oh, oh, and Canada gets slapped with a tariff now. So it's $300 oh, for all our friends. Oh, 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 oh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of all the things that got slapped with tariffs, magic. America. America. Mm. Swear to God. <laughs> Swear to God. I love yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. This is. <laughs> Feel bad. <laughs> it, yeah, it is a feel of, bad. That's that, 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 perfect. It's a, it's a it's a huge feel bad. And, and like I said, when I saw the cards, I was just like, uh, okay, cool. They're reprinted planeswalkers. They kind of like I said, they kind of look like Pokemon cards. And then I I heard all the the hoops and the hurdles and stuff. I'm like, you just kind of made it that ridiculous to where like no one wants it. Like the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, planeswalker set that they release every year at comic-con is hard enough to get right but then it's it's oh it, it's just dirty this just feels icky it feels like watsy's trying to control the secondary market and it's just it's just kind of gross I, it's not even watsy i this is i don't oh, yeah, even yeah, think yeah, yeah good point yeah i don't oh, even yeah. think it's yeah i don't even think it's their call i think they're just kind of like sitting there like uh, 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 they're, they're just sitting there. on the sideline just waiting yeah, they were at a I'll bet you they walked into a board meeting and this got dropped in them. And they're like, "What?" Uh, what? We, yeah, you're like, "Oh, we can't do Make anything about this." <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's a madhouse. I, oh my god! And just like I don't know, yeah, it's Hasbro. It's all this is all Hasbro. This is like this is Hasbro literally cutting the purse strings off, taking the purse back to the vault, and and that's it. it the, oh my god! This isn't Hasbro. This is Dude Bro. It just feels like a bunch of 
dude bros sitting around, you know, like just graduated business college and how are we going to make more money for the, for the team bros? Well, let's just make these premium planes workers. And it's just, I don't know. It's just so, it's just slimy. I, 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 I wouldn't want them anyways. I just picture old guys sitting in a smoking room with cigars and they're like, mm, yes, I like money. Mm. <laughs> and then they, they bring all the wizard staff in and they're like, you make the cards. We want more money. <laughs> but but what like, pisses off your player base? Let's do that. Yeah. yeah I, mean, uh, I mean, you know, people will want them. But at the same time, it's like I know stores are getting screwed by it. Right, you know, screw uh, stores are getting absolutely screwed by it, and you know, in a way, Watsy is too. So, but what I mean, how how badly are the stores going to get screwed on something they never had access to in the first place? That is, well, like you said, if the Hasbro site stays up and running, it's just going to be like how I don't know. You see, people are going to look at this, and be like, oh, it's up there. I up. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna go. I can get a pack here. I got packs. Okay, cool. I can get all the same stuff I wanted. Oh, and then I just buy a normal card of the planeswalker that's super shiny and fine. Oh, okay. Or no. get altered. <laughs> or just get. It's it's just. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't Coach, know what to a, think. Of. You got a different take on this? Or two hundred and fifty bucks is. I, I I could do a lot with two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 250 bucks. I mean, we could buy John a Chromebook for God's sake. <laughs> I have a Chromebook. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to, we could we could we could buy an upgrade to that Chrome to that said Chromebook. I could finally afford or OBS. You <laughs> hey, you could always get you could always get like the printer I have over here. Let me show y'all. Okay, so <laughs> oh, spent, grand okay. tour. This okay. is a cribs tour. This is where oh, the magic okay. happens. All right. So I spent. Okay. Let me let me show you around. Okay. Ah. This stupid. is not what I thought I'd be doing. Yet this All right. Hour. So that right there. Guess how much I spent on that? That's a 3D printer. Oh. Ooh. Take a guess. Three uh, K. Maybe. Three K. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three hundred bucks. Three fifty. $189. Oh $189. $189. And once you add the plastic, it and I bought two or three packs of plastic, it ended up being $240 with taxes. Well, that was clearly the closest. So that was <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. If, if I wanted to spend my $250, I would buy another exact printer of that and make DD figures. Mm, yep. Yeah. Can, can you print your own sleeves at this point? Not yet. Can you print your own promo cards? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone follows Coach, you know that that's just salt in the wound. Uh, dirty. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's like okay, I'm still waiting for any day now. Just come on, preview card, preview card. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was like, like screw it, like because Vera, I think, talked about it. I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to make one and throw it up there and just send like a message to watch the guy. Hey, preview card. You know what? I'm just going to make my own shit and just post up on Twitter and see what everyone thinks. And maybe somebody in the Twitterverse will contact Wizards on my behalf and just, hey, this person who has almost 5,000 subs and, you know, almost like 400,000 total views should probably get a preview card. And let's go. I'm just saying, that'd be nice. But of course, I don't think. I wonder, 
I can't be on Watsy's hit list. Because if I am, like, what did I do to get on the list? You hold some shady company. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, 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 that's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I am next to a bunch of alcoholics right now. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Hey, our our uh, our fallen brother. Well, not fallen. Our actually our reignited. He reignited his spark, uh, Mister. Yeah. Zuby. I mean, he's got a preview card for Ravnica. That's the second one right there, man. Dirty. No, this is like his third or fourth, dude. Shit, I am like far behind. It's a who you know game, man, and you just don't know the right who's. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's you're just hanging out with hooligans. I know. Damn. Boo. I thought you guys were the guys that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. You're what screwed. Happened? <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you heard wrong, dude. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, five you're, you're, probably, you're probably in the wrong company. <laughs> probably. May, maybe not, but probably. I don't know. It's, it's, I say we keep them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, it, let's it's more it. fun on the jank side anyway. There you go. Yeah. It's it's fun over here. I have no delusions of grandeur of getting a promo card ever in my life, so I'm fine with that. I thought it, I thought it was great. I I said because uh, Blake sent out the thing. I I'm giving you I'm giving more preview cards out to you know ever than ever before to content creators, and I'm just like, listen, dude, I don't expect anything. I said whatever. One day I'll get to the point. Uh, and I said some word, and then some little kid like literal it might not it might have been like a 60 year old man probably uh but it was the picture of a little kid and they corrected the way i i spelled something and i'm just like that sums up everything <laughs> right there i'm just like oh what am i doing with my life i'm not even <laughs> <laughs> priorities oh my all right uh i know actually texted on here Okay, so Ryan was saying, talk to the community manager or Blake. And I'm thinking Blake Rasmussen. Yeah, that's the right one. Okay, and I'm gonna check on the community manager because I'm kind of curious about this one. Rhino actually coming in, coming in clutch. Rhino is clutch, man. Yeah, you're. You know, hey, he's, hey, he he's he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be an Eagle Scout soon because, and that's like add to our ranks. He that's, he, hard, that's ho- hard to do. Hopefully, he'll be an Eagle Scout before they before. Oh, mate, I don't know if Rhino has enough time because I don't know when they turn the Boy Scouts into the Scouts BSA because they do the name change, I think, next year. So because I know we have a kid that's in the community that's like he should be getting his Eagle Scout in January, I want to say. One of my old students. So but I think in February or March of 90 of 2019, that's when they should be making the official change. So that'll be that'll be weird, but I think it's I think it's good overall. So so be, yeah, absolutely. Before we get to uh, Johnny's crystal ball, coach, you had a video come out and it 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 did some views. It got some clicks. Uh, yeah, it did all right. Uh, so I released it about I released it ten o'clock on Saturday. So that's what about it's gonna be four you know four days and. Over, let me see. I'm going to check my TubeBuddy because that's that's the app to go to. Um, let's see. So the selections 21 through 40. That video is at 4,374 views in four days. Nice. So people like stats. I I know that's 
awkward. It's very weird. Well, you know, we're all playing a game that's based on math, so. Yeah, yeah. That, that, is, that is true. But uh, no, in the comment section, so there's like, so I'm looking at it and it's like, there's, so there's 41 likes. So 1% of it is likes, but there's like 76 comments and like half of them are replying to. And it's mostly people like, man, like Path to Exile didn't make it on my list or Path of Exile I thought would be in the top 20 or like uh, everyone's trying to come up with the top 20 and it's like getting shot down. And then people are re-coming up with a list. Okay, I think Thoughtseize, Brainstorm, all this, I think they're going to be in the top 20. So that's, we're just like shooting cards out there. But yeah, um, hopefully by, I want to say next Sunday, not this Sunday, next Sunday we're going to finish it all out and then to go along with that I'll probably also combine all uh all five of them and make a really long one so if people have an hour and a half on time they could just watch the entire one through 100 and let's go we'll double dip if we have to so, so what were some of the surprises you said Path to Exile was on there but well you know, some, what... of the pe- some of the people that were saying it was Path to Exile like uh here, I'm going to pull up the comments because, let's see, it was Path to Exile was one, Mana Leak was another. I know Mana, that. Yeah, that's Mana great. Le- and Mana Leak was 21 on the video. So good. And you also had, um, I'm trying to find the comments in here. You're, you're just trying to trigger Man Cave. Oh, and people were saying that about New Phyrexia. New Phyrexia was like, there was like five or six cards from New Phyrexia on this particular list. I think there was like seven or eight cards in the top 100 total that were from New Phyrexia because of the Phyrexian mana. So, yeah, uh, sure. yeah. Uh, Efren, I'm, sh- God, I'm sure Path would be in top 20. Um, let's see. Okay, well, there goes three of my picks for top 10. Um, and they said, by the way, guessing Polluted Delta will get the nod for the Fetchlands because I do one for every cycle. Um, let's see, Path, Days, and Manalik. And then, you know, Nicholas Imholt says, still picking Duress, Thoughtseize, Force of Will, and Bolt for top 10. So he is picking up high. Okay. He's not even talking about 11 through 20. He's talking about like top 10. Um, and then just like, oh, you should collab with Niza, and like the, half the list is counter spells. And why is New Phyrexia such a damn good set? Which it is a really good set. Because it is. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Um, so, but that's what people were going at. So, you know, the way I see it, if it goes at this one thousand a day rate, it's gonna pass up the MTG timeline video, which t- the MTG timeline video I think is about to hit twenty five thousand. So. I mean, that's that might be my if if that goes well, that might be my first hundred k video, which will be like oh. So I guess this Lord, this guy, right, gentlemen, this guy, this yeah. guy, this, this guy. <laughs> you think you think you're better than us? You think you know a guy, and then yeah. he goes over a hundred k. One day, one day, boys, I might be like seventy by the time that happens, but one day. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to buy signed playmats from him. And right, money. yeah. Y'all can, y'all can. Uh, <laughs> I knew him when. Right. Hey, y'all can send me stuff. I'll send it. I'll sign it and send it back. So if I ever do get famous, like that's like free shit for y'all. You know what it was? What? You know what? It, you, know what it was? you know what the turning point in your career was? 
You're what? the o- you're the only person that did a double spot on the hive mind. Oh, I'm waiting for that triple spot, son. <laughs> and hey, that, if we, and I hey, if we I get back that by nothing. <laughs> hey, if we if if I hit five k, my ha- my happy ass is going on your show for a third time. There we go. So so which hold on you are here because. Now. I, well, yeah, but but this ain't the high mind. This is Tin Tree. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 it's the only one I've been on. I see. Wow, right. God, way to shame Johnny and Lang. You guys are good enough to the high mind. I've been on that shit twice. Meh. Hey, I'm imposturing I, all the way. I have 59. I have good demir mage. 59 subs to go before I'm back on your show for a third time. <laughs> On the real show. Oh, this Triple is just the, the the real one. Yeah. Johnny. We all this know is the, the high mind is the real show here. I'm this, just... this, this is the grungier version of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> this is this is the uh, Mr. Rogers hood. <laughs> There's some dirt on it. Oh my god. Like right, if, well, this is... if this was gladiator fights, this would be like the preview match, and then the high mind would be like the six o'clock fight. I'm Kimbo Slice. <laughs> yeah. the, the preview yeah. matches are fun to watch, though. So you know, I was always a fan of the like, undercard. Yeah, where there's like, uh, where there's like seven people watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, are we at fifteen or fourteen? This one because we were at seventeen oh. and we're no, we were at like twenty at one point. But Tim just said, uh, "I'm not even watching the real show." Man, oh. Wop, hey, wop. Salt Tim, you wouldn't comment to the night. <laughs> salt, salt in the wound. Just... Oh All right. Well, w- w- with that said, uh, hold on. I used to be good at this. All right. Hold on. <laughs> it's now segueing into. Oh. Hey, you come ar- you come around here often? Well, you should come in back in my back alley because I got a guy I want you to meet. It's Johnny Slivers with the crystal ball. Sounds like you're about to sell drugs to children or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going. Trench coat. You want <laughs> predictions? It's like every every time I, I feel watches. a little, I feel a little cringier every time. It's yeah. like it's working. You're getting there. It's like every time it's like. Oh. Then, then again, it's not always <laughs> showing up on our show anymore. So the hat just goes like this on Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. All right, so today's crystal ball is a little different. I'm breaking from that camp of cards that fall between the legacy line and the modern line, and I'm actually surveil is influencing what I what I'm thinking about for what we should spec on, or or maybe maybe not so much like monetary spec, but as far as if you're playing the game competitively or you need you want tech to have in your back pocket, um, surveil is, surveil is gonna do things to graveyard meta. I think that's going to change things for in a lot of different ways. So two cards that I would definitely think are worth keeping an eye on would be first world gorger dragon, mostly because when they unbanned it, it came and it popped out. It had this big spike and then it dropped down. It's in about 150. I mean, I don't know how much more it would go up with this, but what we're talking about is usually you'd have to like tutor up your entomb effects or something to get world gorger into the graveyard if it was in your hand you have to figure out how to get it out of your hand i think what you've got here between between surveil and the um the opportunity to discard it was something like 
uh, jumpstart, which hopefully there's jumpstart cards that cost that are like a good CMC. But if we see that show up, if we see low cost surveil and low cost jumpstart. I could see I could see World Order Dragon becoming more of a viable option in something like Commander, even in something like uh, is it Legacy or is it Vintage where it would be making a home? I'm not sure. Maybe legacy, right? Well, I mean, legacy, legacy, probably. Yeah. World, yeah. World Gorger. So World Gorger basically, there's this infinite loop option where it goes, it goes off with something like Reanimate Dead or Dance of the Dead. I think is the other one, or Necropotence or ne not Necropotence, Necromancy. So these are three reanimation enchantments, and when World Gorger hits, everything gets exiled. The enchantment goes away. World Gorger goes to the graveyard. The enchantment comes back. You bring back World Gorger, and then you can either infinite loop if you have your um, if you have your underground C, which most people don't, but basically you get infinite <laughs> mana, or you do something like Piranha Marsh, or you where you do infinite damage, or you can do something with Altar of the Brood where you do infinite mill. So World Gorger having this option to get your hand into the graveyard, having this option to entomb the top of your deck with Surveil, I think Surveil changes things because now you're not just trying to chase something down in your deck. You have other planes that you're working with. So you're working with your hand now and you're working with the graveyard. This this enables things. Like if you've got a jumpstart card in your graveyard, it doesn't even have to be a good jumpstart card. You just need to pitch World Gorger if it was in your opening hand. So that's where I think these new mechanics might play into that. So keep an eye on that. Also, because this is going to make graveyard even more weird and wonky um ash zealot the if, here you go ash zealot oh, right here wow. yeah. uh first strike haste uh double red for a bear whenever a player casts a spell from the graveyard ash zealot deals three damage to that player so this is probably already sideboard tech it's a pretty cheap card at that but if you've got more graveyard shenanigans anything that enables graveyard is going to prop up anything that hates it so keep an eye out for ash zealot the other thing, the other crystal ball, I think, and Lang, I asked you about this last week when we were on with Eric. Um, I think Felidar Sovereign is going to get banned in Commander. And I think it's going to be because of oh. Amnitai. And I think it's not because of the, the combo is pretty straightforward. It's it's Amnitai, you go turn one, alter the brood, turn two, whatever, turn three Amnital, turn four Felidar Sovereign. And if you can ramp into it, because with Mana Rocks to speed it up, um, you basically you infinite mill everybody on by turn four or maybe sooner. So the combo is busted, but it's not the combo that I think is going to get it banned. It's the fact that it's in Esper. And this is important because in black, blue, and white, you have all the tutors that matter for this combo to become consistent. I, I even I'm like kind of brainstorming a possible article on this. Let me pull that up that there. so the tutors. So here's the tutors that could make this dangerous. And if you start going to like competitive commander, this is where you're gonna have to if you see Amanatau on the field, kill that player first. Because this is what you have to deal with. You're dealing with Demonic Tutor, Vampiric Tutor, Diabolic Intent, and Enlightened Tutor. Those are the first four easy tutors that are accessible that make Felidar Sovereign. They're like copies three through four, two, uh, two through four of Felidar Sovereign. Um, the Enlightened Tutor gives you up to, you know, four or five copies of, of the Altar of the Brood. And then you've got Trinket Mage to go get Altar. You've got um, Fabricate to go get Altar. Those are the big ones. But then... For people who have gobs of money, if you've got an extra grand, here's something you can do with your 250. Go and look into getting Imperial Seal, Grim Tutor, 
or cruel tutor. Now those those tutors you didn't see much of those because they were back in the portal like learn to play sets and they were low print runs and I forget the pricing but I think I think Grim Tutors fifty I think Cruel Tutors two fifty and I think Imperial Seals around five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's so, the Portal Three Kingdoms card. Yeah. Yep. So these cards all enable the tutor ability to put something on the top of your library, which Aminatu loves. So oh. either you can go ahead and you're either tutoring up your miracles or you're tutoring up, you know, whatever combo piece you need. And actually, Lang, you shared a combo a couple weeks ago, that infinite loop with uh, Fiend Hunter and, and Sun Titan. So yep. you get a sack outlet and you just, there's your second loop for that deck. Esper Aminatau is going to be combo busted. And the fact that it can be so consistent with these tutors makes Felidar Sovereign the actual target for a ban. Because, yeah, you can go and you can you can interact with it, but in Esper, you've got all the counter spells you need. You just need to leave one blue up or have two islands anywhere for your days. It's really, there. that's the problem. It's You've got access to Pillow Fort. You have access to Disruption, Hand Hate. These colors have everything they need to protect this combo, and I think that's why Felidar Sovereign could get the Banhammer in Commander. But until then, get your Aminatals while they're accessible as far as price goes, because if this starts seeing serious play, this is going to be the nut to crack. Lang, you no. got a rebuttal? Uh, no, I, I mean, it's something to watch out for, for sure. Um, anything that does Aaron the Battlefield triggers, like, it's potential to go infinite, right? If it flickers something, like Flicker Wisp, right? Or Fiend Hunter, or anything that toggles things in and out of existence, and something that you can control, it has the potential to go infinite very, very easy. Although, granted, like, in Commander decks or from what i've seen in a more casual meta which i i think is a lot of what commander is they will hate on you super hard if you mm -hmm. have Aminato out and like i'm not sure if that's a counter necessarily but if you're in a 1v1 situation it may get banned i don't know i i'm not a hundred percent sure but it it may see hate is the only thing I would say. It, it'll definitely see the hate, and if, if there's any anywhere it would see a ban, it would be in Commander, just because if it ends up, if you go to, e, if EDH Rex starts seeing, like, massive numbers showing up, and you start seeing the only decks that are competing are Traxa, uh, Aminatau, and, and Animar, uh, it's like, okay, well, we gotta see if there need, something needs to be fixed, and then the rules committee looks at that and decides if they hate it or not. And, you know, it's not Cyclonic Rift, so it has a chance of being banned. So there's that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, well, I, I see it making uh, waves in uh, Highlander, although not everybody loves Highlander. But <laughs> but I, I, I see it having potential there because there's so many tutors, so many interactions searching through your deck, and it's so fast-paced that Aminatu could actually potentially do some damage. Real, real quick for the chat, uh, Dr. Efren says, are you talking about 1v1 commander, Johnny Slivers? Uh, I, I can see it doing more damage in 1v1. I think it's, um, I'm thinking just commander in general, ultimately, because the, I under, you know, I think about it, it's like, yeah, you've got these, these multiplayer games where you have to worry about the politics and worry about being, basically, suddenly you're playing Arch Enemy. But, I mean, it, it's more about the colors. I feel like in Esper, you have, 
a greater opportunity to control your board state, to keep yourself alive, to do something silly like, okay, they hated out Felidar Sovereign. I try and remember there's a card in those colors that allows you to go and, and get something from that you own from outside of the game. So even if they exiled Felidar, you can still go get it. Like the, the, the tool, they have the technology, they can do it. Esper can just be like, okay, we'll still do it. So that's why I'm thinking, yeah, I see that getting busted. It's, sure. it, it's the colors are too strong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Coach, uh, you know what I could do with that? I could do a lot. I could buy a lot of chickens with that chicken nuggets with that thousand <laughs> with that thousand dollars that Johnny was talking about. Oh, and with that said, <laughs> chicken nuggets on my mind. But uh, is- speaking of speaking of color, y'all are talking about color strength. All right, so I pulled up the old stats from from last time. So, all right, so here's here's what's crazy. So this is from last year. So winning decks, Azorius, thirty five out of yeah. all the way back to nineteen ninety six or nineteen ninety four. Okay, Azorius, the second place dual color deck, Demir, thirteen. Hmm. Huh. Such a huge drop off. And guess what? Uh, the second best. Triple uh the second best color scheme historically in standard is Abzan at 14. And the only reason why it's Abzan is because of cons of Tarkir, the Tarkir block, because Siege Rhino. Not just because of that. Uh, M13 standard with Innistrad with uh Thrag Tusk reanimator, all that. Yeah, that too. Well, I think but I think Siege Rhino did more had more impact as far as score-wise, but that's such a huge drop-off, like 35 winning decks and hit in standards history. And then goes straight to fourteen, like. Yeah. And then you look at monocolor decks; they don't even have double-digit wins. Like you would think red, but red's only at nine, you know. And with with the exception of these wins from last year, now red's going to go up because they red deck wins just got the last. Uh, they got two of the five of the last last of that, but it wins look, like uh, every third pro tour. It's like it's, every three years, RD, it's, R- RDB it's wins something like that. And then yeah. pentacolors. It's only won three times, and then four color decks. I mean, like two each. So, like Azorius, just standard history wise, is just the most dominating color scheme. That's why I think white, like, and wh- anything white touches, it's like it's gonna do better. That's it's so weird. So, but though, but I'm gonna have to redo the stats because there's a whole year of competition that just passed. So the numbers might be a little different, but I think Azorius, there's. There's nothing stopping the blue-white color scheme anytime soon. No. It, yeah, it's just so conducive with the constructed format. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, all that we, we kind of run up against. It. This is the time of night where I've had a lot of whiskey, and I just want to get really thankful. So I really, really want to thank Devin. This is your uh, not your face reveal like Jenk did on Man Cave uh, TV, but this is your name reveal. Uh, Mr. Langalia, thank you so much for joining us, dude. Where it's can everyone pleasure. find you? I, I, I love it. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter um, at, well, Langalier. <laughs> um, also, just search me on YouTube. That the, the URL is too extensive to uh, search. So, 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 so is mine. No, I yeah. Still have yet to change mine. Yeah, I, I, I haven't done that. But yeah. Um, and then I'm intermittently on Discord, so we have a Discord server up and running, although it is kind of in the works. 
Excellent. Awesome. Thank you so much again for coming on, dude, and hanging out with the hooligans. Mr. Coach from the Card Bazaars, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me at the Card Bazaar YouTube channel where we do, well, Magic the Gathering history and I guess now Magic the Gathering math. So if anybody wants to figure out how stuff works there, we got history and math that we make it you know very nice like i'm just saying so if you want to come stop by and go over a history lesson go over the card anthology series and now the statistics videos you may do that you might also want to subscribe maybe become a patreon i'm talking to you chat room i'm at five patrons right now maybe maybe everyone will be my number six but and then you can find me on twitter at the uh the carbazar cc um so if anyone is actually wondering what CC means, that is actually that actually means Corpus Christi because there is literally a card bazaar in Australia, and there's a lot of people that confuse us. So that's why I had to put the CC in there. Oh shit! I always thought it was collectible card. And no, there was no G. No. I don't know. No, it's it stands for Corpus Christi, the city I'm in, actually. So I just don't want to call you out for spelling it wrong. I don't know. Nah, it's whatever. <laughs> Johnny Slivers, before uh, you, you tell us where everyone can find you as well, uh, if you could do me a quick favor and throw back on, if you have it handy, the the charity that we're we're kind of plugging. And while while he's doing that, I want to talk. Uh, I want to thank again. You know, this show and the Hive Mind doesn't happen without uh, Cardsphere.com. Thank you so much, uh, Ted, Doctor Efren, Michael, everyone at uh, Cardsphere.com. Again, if you have that paper magic laying around, you want to buy, sell, trade, do all that stuff, do it at cardsforyear.com. It's awesome. You have people like LBMTG and Rogue Deck Builder constantly making videos about why Cardsphere is the bomb because they are. Uh, also, if you do like hats, shirts, uh, bags, all that stuff, go to txcp.store. That's txcp.store. And that's promo code HiveMind. You get 15% off all your apparel for card sphere. So real quick, uh, again, going back to the, the, the hive mind with Spencer Holland, we are kind of double dual spearheading a, a charity. And that is, uh, this one right here, Johnny, take it away. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the, the charity in that we are spearheading for is the depression and bipolar support Alliance. This is the website. You can check it out. Um, this is where you can go for crisis hotlines again, donate here and then uh, newsletter info, all, all, all things related to mental health and wellness. This is the, this is the charity that we are spotlighting. So if you can donate great, if you can donate time, great. If this just make, be aware of it. So you can send the information to people who really, really need it. This is uh, the charity we'll be spotlighting for this month and possibly next month. Absolutely. Um, and yes. Uh, and again, thank you so much to Eric Williamson, our hooligan of the month for October, for August, sorry, August, not in the future, in the past. Uh, be looking out for that uh, Guilds of Ravnica booster pack because you're just the best, dude. You are just awesome. Uh, Coach, again, I want to thank you so much. You know, I've known you since I've been doing the YouTubes. Lang, thank you so much. Oh, Johnny, where can everyone find you real quick? You can find me here with the hooligans. You can also find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers on the Twitter webs and all that stuff. Um, and now I am a blogging pogue on the <laughs> pogue. Uh, yes, I, I am I am passing myself off as a blogger on Cardsphere at the Cardsphere website. So you go to Cardsphere, check out the blogs. My articles are in there in the mix, and you can can read my little novellas because <laughs> we always have to edit them down. So there you go. 
Absolutely. I, I'm doing amateur work on Reddit at this point, but you could find me on the Reddits at Orzovdone. You could also find me on Twitter at Orzovdone. You could find me on Facebook and Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, for, for the hooligans, I'm a hooligan too. How do we end this show? We'll see you guys later. <laughs>